This is the Two Girls Talking Podcast. That's not even what you're supposed to say. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Amanda. Hi, Abigail. How are you doing today? I'm tired. Oh, yeah, I know, because it's so late. It's like 9.30. It's very late. I can't believe I got you to stay up well, to make a podcast. You said it would be 8.30, so. Yes, I did. I went to, I had to go to a party, a work party thing, and fun fact, they thought they were being hip and cool, and so there was a DJ. Oh, dear. And a light show on the wall, and dark lights, and this was just a tech networking event. Well, they love to think they're special more than anybody. <clears throat> what was frustrating to me is that the music was so loud that you couldn't do any tech networking. Yeah. So that's why I was late getting here. I'm is this, is this an official segment? or? <laughs> this is just some how's your day. Oh, okay. Um, I do have... Don't look at the computer. Oh. You'll, you'll get spoiled. Okay. I do have something for us to discuss okay. that is also happening today. Okay. Do you know what today is? The day I watched half of the movie starring Kerry Washington called Confirmation about the Anita Hill trial. The who trial? Anita Hill and Clarence oh. Thomas. How was the movie? The half I saw was very good. <laughs> the movie doesn't come out for another two is weeks. Is she Olivia Pope? Yes or no? No, she's mm. she's good. She's mm. very good. She's fighting for justice, so I mean, All right. she's popish. She's white-hatting it up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know why I have such allegiance <laughs> to Olivia Pope, because she's a nightmare, yeah. but I can't seem to... The president in this one is George H.W. Bush, so that's not fun to think about. <laughs> that's not a sexy time. No. No, she's she's not. She's also, not, the movie's about sexual harassment, so maybe I shouldn't be making that joke. No jokes. No sexy time jokes. Uh, guess again on what today is. What is today? Today, something very important opened. Uh, what? What opened? Uh, it's nearby. Is it an ice cream store? And also a magical land. <gasps> Harry Potter land yes. opened. Oh my yes. goodness. I've been hearing nonstop Spotify commercials. I can't believe the wizard, I forgot. What are the Spotify commercials? I have Spotify premium. They go, do, so. do, 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 do. And it's the music. And it's like, experience the world of Harry Potter. Oh, see, I should cancel my Spotify premium. Well, I don't know why they're playing those for us, but so I So I can them. hear that. Yeah. Well, the ads are everywhere. Yes. Um, it's. Yeah. A magical land has come to Los Angeles. Yes, we were driving on the freeway, and Jace said, "What is that?" And I it's said, Hogwarts. "It's Harry Potter." And then John said, "Oh do, God, do. yeah." Well, they all suck. Yeah, I know. It's true, fun. true fans. Mm-hmm. We are true. fans. And I explained about how they have wands that have little, like, little like computer chips in them that yes. you can do magic. Yes. In. And John was like, "Oh, I bet you'd be like at the fr- like rushing in front of people to try and show them your magic <laughs> tricks." And I was like, "So what if I would?" <laughs> I am going to get an annual pass Mm -hmm. uh, so I can go whenever I want. That's good. So I can go to just get some butterbeer. And once I'm done with Whole30. I was going to say, it sounds like a nice, solemn Whole30 approved activity. Yeah, no. I'm still on Whole30. It's day uh, 11 for me. Mine's day 18. Look at us. Almost done, I guess. Want to die? It's Um, fine. Yeah, I'm going to do it again. I just got to figure out when. Um, But yes, once I finish Whole30... I am deaf going to go to Wizarding World. I'm not going to go before them because there's no point in going to Hogsmeade without getting some butterbeer. I do want to go. I do want to go. 
Good. Well, you should get a pass, and we can go every day. Yeah. Uh, Amanda lives right next to the red line, the metro red line, and the red line goes straight to Wizarding World. I think you mean the Hogwarts Express. I, th- I do mean the Hogwarts Express. Uh, so, yes, I'm very excited about that. Um, this is our second episode. It is. Uh, our first episode was actually just released yesterday. And it's already at the top of the iTunes charts. Yes. So I want to say thank you guys so much for the reviews. Yeah, we um, love the reviews. And that one person who gave the one-star review, you suck. Yeah, you suck and you're not invited. But everyone else, it was so sweet. Like thousands and outpouring of emails I know. and letters. It just, it just, I was supposed to go to bed last night. And I, 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 I couldn't. I My just... phone was dinging. Like, ding, ding, ding. And I was like, stop it. Phone, I'm trying. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, yeah. And I couldn't go to bed. I no. was, it was too fun to read Between the that and the, just, Etsy, the Etsy it, orders all night long, it was just a winning, winning evening. Anyway, um, we're loving the feedback we've been getting from you guys. <laughs> yeah, people called it quote unquote very loud uh other people said kind of an echo it's just sweet sweet notes we've yes, been getting yes um and we did want to address some of those issues about the sound um first of all we know the sound sucks and second of all that's how our voices <laughs> sound naturally we do a lot of post production to try and get out most of the screeching so uh we don't appreciate that all right we're trying here uh so yeah, we we have adjusted some things uh, this episode, and we are very much learn as you go types. Um, if if we, that, if, if ever, yeah, we are not perfectionists. I wouldn't say we were learn types. So we're the opposite of perfectionists. So we'd rather just get something out there and learn as we go. Um, fail fast, fail exa- fast, right? Fail as fast as possible. So yes, this this quality on this one will probably also be bad. Let's but not maybe, jinx it. Maybe not as bad as last time. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we ended the last episode with a bit of a teaser. Um, and Amanda, do you remember what that teaser was? Uh, it was about the topic of weasel brain, I yes. believe. Um, and we actually had someone email in, uh, with a guess as to what weasel brain was. Let's hear it. Um, and let me bring up the email here. Okay. <clears throat> oh, and by the way, I felt like we needed to start with our cliffhanger because on television. Yeah. You know. I, I just I just imagine that people reached the end of that first episode. And they were just they've been waiting in their they've cars. They've been waiting in their cars. It's a real driveway moment. And, and so and so for the people who haven't listened yet and they're gonna get to listen to these back to back, I just wanna reward that. Get to. That's a real reach. <laughs> sure. <laughs> people that are forced to by distance and not being around us. All right. Our listener Andrew mm-hmm. has hypothesized. Weasel brain is when you use irrational tricks on your brain to make life better. If only that was what (laughs) weasel brain is. Example, losing, quotes around losing, cash in a book I know I won't pick up for weeks in order to, quote, find and delight in it later. No, that sounds like a fun way to make the world a video game where you're constantly finding money everywhere. Also, that that sounds almost like a pay-it-forward type thing. Yeah. Like, you know, like you buy coffee for the person behind you and it'll come back to you. Except like it's this... you that you're leaving money for in a, in a <laughs> right. book that you should have been reading. But it's so, it's so intentional. Yes, yes. Um, Amanda, what is, what is weasel braining? Weasel brain is something far darker, unfortunately. Uh, I was thinking about how to explain weasel brain today as the rain poured down on my car. It's been raining all today in Los Angeles. Um, 
And El Nino. El Nino. El Nino. Nino. Very El tiny. Nino. Um, basically, weasel braining is where you use every mental faculty available to you to uh, try and get towards something that you want while outwardly maintaining sort of a calm facade, I would say, or pretending to be casual about something when in fact your brain is going nuts trying to figure out how to get the thing you want. Yeah, you're you're playing you're basically like playing every game you can. Mm-hmm. Um but you can And inventing new ones. Yeah, it's so much inventing and you're trying to orchestrate you're trying to make things appear as if they're falling into place. But in fact, you are the puppet master who, upon puppet yes. master, who is training other puppet masters to do your will. And um, and the weasel is is the is the puppet master, and the weasel lives inside of your brain. And the weasel believes there's this scene in Dumb and Dumber where I don't remember any of the characters' names, but that one, the guy's in love with the girl, right? And I've never seen it. Oh, okay. So, so he, so he, it's he's you know dumb, mm-hmm. and she's beautiful. Like all movies. Uh-huh. Um, and they're friends and he's trying to woo her. Mm-hmm. And she's saying no. Yeah. Right? And um, and basically he's like, I'm putting it all out there. If you tell me to go away, I won't ever bother you again. Mm-hmm. Something, something, something. Um, what are the odds that we could ever, ever have a future together? And she says, I would say about one in one billion. And he says, so you're saying there's a chance. Ah, that is that is a prime weasel brain example. Yes. And so the weasel is that part of your brain that's like, ah, I've oh. seen this one in one billion. And I'm going to do everything I can to make it happen. I'm going to believe in that tiny little speck of possibility. And I'm going to work so hard moving things into place and willing it to happen. Sometimes it pays off, which is the worst possible thing that could happen yes. for your weasel brain. Yeah. Because then you're just proving it right and when you, everyone was like, don't do right. this, it's bad. And, and you're like, but it happened. And you're, and the weasel is, um, it's it's kind of feral. Yeah, it's a wild and, animal. And ratty. Yeah. Like, like just matted it's fur. It's icky. It's not a good thing. Um, and when it succeeds, it kind of like throws this disgusting party in your head yeah. and it gets a little bigger. It's the worst part of you. Definitely, <laughs> definitely the worst part of you. Yes. Yes. Right. So that is, that is weasel brain. And you use it, uh, when someone's doing yeah, can something. You, do you have an example of something you've weasel brained? Um, uh, my entire life. <laughs> it's hard to pick one moment of it really. No, but it's it's like if you start a diet and you plan every day for like how you're gonna cheat on it, kind of at the end. I feel like, or you're, or like when you're gonna eat like after it's over, for instance. How uh-huh. I've been reading every brownie recipe on the New York Times cooking blog over and over and over again, just you know, just thinking. Just, or I'm like, what if I what if I went in the kitchen and a piece fell in my mouth and I <laughs> could didn't have anything? That is weasel brainy. Where you're like, oh, but what if yeah. it was an accident right. that I caused yes. that then I. Uh, Oh. Or like maybe I could go to this party where I know they won't have compliant food. They won't have any food at all. And I'll I'll ask someone because I'll know that I need to ask about the food, but I'll purposefully ask someone who's just going to give me a blow off answer. Mm -hmm. You know, so like they'll say, yes, it's compliant. And they'll be like, yeah, it's olive oil, not butter. And I'll be like, oh, okay, I can eat this. Even though I know I purposely went to the person who is going to tell me what I want to hear. Right. And then that's, I can, that's and then it's, truly, it's like super just. It's always just what you want to hear. Yeah. Yes. 
This is making me sad. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> um, something happened uh, in the podcasting world in the past week mm-hmm. um, that we talked about a little bit, and I said we should talk about it on the podcast, uh, and that is Serial. Yes. The only podcast that's ever mattered, apparently. Well, Serial, yes. uh, <laughs> well, until Two Girls Talking came right. along. Right, And threw it off the charts. <laughs> I mean... It's a good thing. It's a good thing that serial ended before we began. Yeah, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't want to take listeners. right because I mean, you know, I love Sarah. I wouldn't want to put her in that no. Position. Sarah's a friend, a friend of the show. She's. Uh, I wouldn't say mentored because we've kind of mentored her a lot of the way, but it, it's. I mean, it's I did, a special relationship. I did go I'll to. I did go to journalism school. Well, yeah, I mean, so. J school is what Sarah. We taught Sarah to call it that, but yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Serial Season 2 ended last week. Um, Thank God. And Amanda feels very glad that it's over. Yeah. And in general, there tends to be uh, a little bit of a um, kind of lack of excitement in general with the uh, with the fandom about Season 2 versus Season 1. Right. I think that's very easily explained by basically two things, which is that it takes place in a foreign country, which is... Season 2. Season 2. So, so let me tell you. Let me... So season 1. Come, please tell let me. me. <laughs> let me tell our listeners who maybe just learned about podcasts from us. Yeah, they and, probably did. And don't even know about Serial. Yeah, yeah. Right? All right. Well. Um, Serial Season 1... Um, Sarah Koenig is the host and she's a reporter who's basically investigating a story. Um, and this, the story is this girl who was murdered. It was a high school student and, um, and the guy convicted was one of her classmates and her ex-boyfriend, Adnan Syed. Um, and the, whether or not he was actually guilty. Um, and the episodes go into extreme depth interviewing all sorts of different people, retracing steps. There it's it's like very cult classic, the kind of fandom that's built around it. Um and just crime total, investigation. total obsession yeah, with the crime investigation and all of that. Um and it was very compelling. Mm-hmm. Um and then I at least felt disappointed with the ending. Because there was no conclusion. We didn't actually find out who did it. I, did we even find out what Sarah thought? Did she even tell us who she thought did it? No. I remember towards the end of the show when I was like, there's no way she's going to finish this no. by the end of the show. I was like, at least, I was like hoping, I was like, I just want her to tell me what she thinks. And no, she was I think like, she nope. would think that's not fair. That was her whole, but her whole, there she was, was trying to you find out. See, there was an amazing Funny or Die video about it, about them trying to film the last show. And Michaela Watkins, who looks just like her, played it. And it was about how, like, they were trying to figure out who was the murderer. And she keeps, like, asking everyone. And I it's, think like, I did it's see so that. Funny. She's like, someone just, can someone right. please can give someone me an answer? someone just please tell me? And, like, yeah, it's amazing. Yes. I, um, I, I love all of the serial jokes yes. that exist. Um, this the Sporkful just did one yes. um, on uh, Sunday, I think, and it was a special treat. Mm-hmm. Um, in season two, uh, they do a different investigation. Uh, the, yes. the, the the team at Serial and uh, do you want to tell us what season two is about? Sure, season two is about uh, Bo Bergdahl, who was an army guy who walked off his base in Afghanistan uh, because he says he was hoping to like enact change and bring awareness to like the bad conditions there that were endangering the lives of American soldiers. 
but he got captured by the Taliban for five years and put lots of people in danger. So it was kind of trying to figure out. Allegedly. Allegedly. It's all very confusing and it's all still like an ongoing investigation and all this oh, stuff. Yeah, he's so. on trial. Mm-hmm. He's, so, a, he's on trial, not in U.S. courts, but in army courts. Right. Which is. Much worse. Much worse. So it's trying to figure out a lot of different things, sort of, but I think that was one of the problems is that there's not one central mystery per se to figure out. And then number two, it takes place overseas, the majority of it in unfamiliar places that we can't really imagine and with, um, uh, unfamiliar names. So it's, and then there's a lot of also army acronyms that are hard to follow. So it's like, Oh, OP messed out in Kazakhstan. It's just, it's hard to follow. Yeah. And I think that, um, that that is the reason why it's important. And I think that season one is very compelling because we all went to high school. We all can imagine the scenarios and it's a lot harder to imagine the scenarios of being on an army base or God forbid being in captivity, um, being tortured. And I, I just think it's a really important American story, not just because of Bo and what he did, but it really, um, in a way that, in an accessible way that I haven't experienced um, in in most uh, war reporting, is you kind of get an idea of what the experience is like. They talk to a lot of different soldiers and what they're going through, and I learned a lot about political relations and what our politicians know and where where they're maybe lacking in insight um, and how that stuff works. And I think if you're going to have any sort of opinion about politicians or about the war or about budgets or even Bo, you know, like that, that sort of knowledge is important. And so people's general distaste for season two was frustrating to me because it just felt like general American ignorance. Like, yeah, oh, we'd exciting. rather, yeah, like we'd rather watch that the Kardashians yeah. than House of Cards or, well, you know, obviously. like, um, and so I feel very crusady, crusady. About season two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad it didn't drag on forever like season one did. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was because it was a story that was kind of happening in real time and Bo is currently on trial. Um, it it feels a little more comfortable that there's not necessarily a resolution. Yeah. Quote unquote resolution. And um, they were able to bring some light to mental illness and PTSD in, in our armed forces. And I appreciate that uh, attention to our vets. Yeah. I will say that the uh, episodes dealing with what he went through in captivity were uh, very difficult to think about actually living through that experience and actually, Coming out alive. I was surprised. Yeah. So, those are some of my soapboxes. All right. About cereal. They're all lined up. They're all lined up. Do, 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 do. I learned all about soapboxes from Shonda Rhimes. (laughs) Inventor of. Inventor of. Uh, Okay. So, it's time for history or mystery. Okay. Um, First, we need to fact check last week when we talked about Pompeii. Lay it on me. Um... What a hot mess we are. Yeah. As the person who listened to our podcast six times editing it, which is hilarious. You wouldn't even guess I'd edited it, but I had to learn how to use GarageBand, so there was a lot of 
listening to our podcast. Uh, I know all the things we got wrong about Pompeii, of okay. which there's many. We got a few things right. Um, Pompeii is the name of a city. It is not an island. Okay. It is not a volcano. Okay. The volcano is Vesuvius. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it hits the town. And uh, this was during ancient Roman times. I was right about that. When did you think... I don't want to say. When did you think old Roman times was? I guess what you called them. I guessed so many different time yes. periods. Yes, you, you said... Um, you oh, said we an account, do we? Well, yeah. I wrote it down so I could fact check it all. Um, you said maybe 200 AD or 1400 AD. Yep. I said... Columbus. I said at least... I did say that's when Columbus was. I said at least 200 years ago. Yep. Um, We're both right. Yes. And I also, at one point, said, I think I'm confusing it with something else, but I couldn't remember what I was confusing it with. Mm -hmm. And that's when you said Vesuvius. And I was like, yeah, maybe that. Uh But actually, Vesuvius is the same thing. So... I was confusing it with... I was confused. I was confusing it with Chernobyl. Oh, that's Um, not even... That was like 1980s. Right. Which is why I was... Which is why I was... I'm I mean, sure I don't want to spoil this week, but... <laughs> it's not this week. I'm not going to do two things in a row. That two are the same, disasters. That we are going to conflate... That we're going to conflate the data of. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Chernobyl was in the 80s. And that's why I was confused about when Pompeii happened. Because I had conflated them entirely in my head. Uh-huh. Um, also, we discussed Dante's Peak. I was going to bring that up again. I was yes. going to be like, maybe you were thinking about Dante's no, Peak. No, when you said Dante's Peak, which I haven't seen, I was thinking of Joe versus you would love the Volcano, it. which I also haven't seen. Dante's Peak came out in 1997 and stars Pierce Brosnan and Linda Hamilton. Yes. Who I know because she was Chuck's mom on Chuck. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, and then Joe versus the Volcano came out in 1990 and that stars Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. See. Which is which is why I was talking about them. Um, oh, I didn't tell you what year Pompeii was. What year? 79. AD 79. Hmm. Good on us. So um, we did we did mention you you did say Roman times, and this is the Roman times. And I said the Roman times were before and after Jesus. Yep. So we're all right. And I said Paul was a Roman, and Paul actually died about ten years before uh, Vesuvius erupted. So we're going to brand this one a mystery. Wait, I have one more fun oh, fact. Okay, the what? people weren't fossilized. Okay. What actually happened is the um, the ash kind of fossil, or the ash, like, didn't move because there wasn't, air couldn't get in because there was so much ash. Like, the, there was there was 20 feet, yeah, 20 feet of ash on everything. Uh-huh. And so all of the relics were preserved. And then everything organic, what they did is they poured plaster in. To fill the space where the organic stuff had been. And that's why the people are made of stone. Because we did that. And that sort of recovery happened in uh, 1599. And then for about 200 years. So close to year 1400. So maybe that's what you were going for. It was not. Don't give me that. Um, And you can visit it now. And 2.5 million people visit it every year. Wow. So if we want to do a history mystery. So that's the actual history. Yeah. And unfortunately to us, it was a mystery. It was totally a mystery. Uh, yeah, we got we got low return on that. Um, also, the man with the apple um, by Magritte uh-huh. is actually... Or Magreer, as he's known among <laughs> friends. Werner Magreer <laughs> is actually called the son of man. Whoa. You said the bread of life. That's very close. I did. 
I see. Yeah. And you said the persistence of memory. I did say that. Um, so yes, that is, that is some fact checking, um, on last week's topic. Let's go to this week's topic. This week's topic, um, we're gonna, so we're gonna do our usual thing where we, uh, reveal the mystery behind the history. Okay. Um, and then we're gonna be bringing in a, uh, special guest to lay down the law and fact check us um, in the moment. So you guys don't have to be on such a cliffhanger. And um, to make us feel dumb all at once. All right, we've got our guest here. Um, This is John. John, you want to say hi? Hello, hello. Come sit close to me. This is part of our, this is part of our sound technician um, ways. Um, So... Amanda and I will exhaust all of our knowledge on the topic, cracking open a beer here for the special history mystery segment. A beer. And, um, and then John will give some real information. And I'm pretty excited because he's clearly done his research. He's got a page of notes and an iPhone, um, and we have uh, nothing. And today's mystery is Sacagawea. Oh. Oh, I heard something different. What'd you hear? Just say whatever you heard. No. What'd you hear? Oh. Okay. I got excited. I was like, I was I was like, like it what? doesn't. I was like, it doesn't matter. We can do whatever you heard. Whatever that is, is a mystery as well, I'm right. sure. Um, okay, Sacagawea. Uh, I have some gold coins that she is on. She was. Oh, in, the gold dollar. Yeah. Yeah. She, she was the Indian guide for Lewis and Meriwether. By the way, can I interject about the gold dollars? Why? Are women only on U.S. currency that doesn't matter? Uh, like the Susan B. Anthony dollar? Yeah. So, continue. Yeah. Well, I hear that they're now thinking about not taking Hamilton off the $10 bill because of the play Hamilton is so successful. And so, because they were going to take Hamilton off the $10 bill and put a woman on. Uh-huh. But now... But now they're like, well, Broadway. So... Whatever. Um, I don't care. So Sacagawea, yeah, she had a baby strapped to her back. I remember because <laughs> is this from the coin? It's from the coin, but also <laughs> we did some we did some of that in you know homeschool play times, uh, and yeah, she led them on a the expedition across America. Who's them? Uh, Meriwether, Lewis, Meriwether, and somebody Clark, Lewis and Clark, Meriwether and Lewis. I don't know. No, it's Lewis and Clark. I don't remember Clark's first name. One of them is his name is Meriwether. I think you're right. That is the first name. Mm. Oh, the fact checking fact, begins. Fact checking begins. Yes, Lewis it's and Clark. Meriwether Lewis and William Clark. William Clark. William Clark. That's a pretty good name. Yeah. So they're both good names. Uh, after the Louisiana Purchase, I think they went west across. What's the Louisiana Purchase? I I'll, so the Louisiana Purchase is. Uh, when the U.S. bought the, from France, and it like was, New Orleans. and it was, um, it was basically the the Mississippi for a very big, all the way west, right? I thought it was like I don't know, all the way up to like where Mexico had um had been something like that, and it was a uh, steal. It was so cheap. Yeah, it was like we I don't remember France the amount. Off. It was, yeah, we totally. It was something like you know, two dollars for a state. Yeah, 
And also there was that there manifest destiny. Manifest was our destiny was the yes. US's justification for this. Which I think is such a beautiful phrase. Like it's such a mysterious phrase. It makes me sad that someone made a movie called it, that. It sounds like to me infinite just. It's like it's it's a, and also it's a terrible thing. Yeah. As an is. idea. It is, but and I, it mean, what it means that God says we can have this land. That's what everybody's justification is for everything. Yep. So, okay, Sacagawea, back yes. to our girl. So she uh, led them across. I'm not sure where they were going, though. They were mapping. They were map makers. Oh, okay. So they, they were, were charting. They were charting, they were charting the, the, new, the new land. I know that they kept having acquired. to portage the canoes or whatever. Like, they were having a lot of trouble. because. Have you ever done that? No, it sounds terrible. It's so fun. You put all the stuff in the canoe and carry it? Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, we had to do that when, so at Honey Rock, the camp I went to when I was a kid, we would do these canoe trips for like four days, which is, you know, nothing compared to a Lewis and Clark expedition, but we we would portage yeah. bridges and stuff. Yeah. All right, well. It was like, I felt very like. Hardcore. I'm sure you did. Um. And yeah, she was she was uh, American Indian, uh-huh. and um, and she was very, very. She knew all the land. She was the yeah. best guide in all the land. How did she know everything? Just from just being from, alive. Yeah, being alive, and she had traveled it all and knew it. And she and she knew. I mean, I think that kind of stereotype about American Indians and how they like really know the land and like know what birds sound like and know how to walk right. I think that was part of it. Um, and she was very good at that and she's kind to them and she helps them talk with other. Why was she helping them though? Like, why was she doing it instead of resisting? Yeah. Well, I don't know if she got bullied into it. Yeah. I mean, she's painted as an American hero, so I don't think it was total bully. Like, I don't think she was a slave. Right. Yeah. I just wonder what their relations were with the Indians at the time. Uh, complicated. Yeah. Probably like and good in some ways and bad in others. Yeah. And by good I mean better than torture. Yeah. Not like marginally. Yeah. Marginally better than torture. Not yeah. Still. Any terrible. other I think I'm out. I think um, I'm out too. Oh. There was a play when I was growing like at my grade school. Um, we did a musical production about the United States. It was called Beautiful America or America is Beautiful or something. Uh-huh. And each class did their own uh, like number and my brother's class did a thing on Lewis and Clark and the song went Lewis and Clark Clark and Lewis and I remember that part and this girl that everyone hated played Sacagawea <laughs> and I was like a little annoyed about that wow yep so that's it that's, that's all. it that's, that's all, all I got my... alright Jen tell us tell us the truth I don't know where to start uh, chronologically However you want, man. You're, You're the right. expert. You actually didn't say anything incorrect. Oh. oh. That's a first. It is. <laughs> we almost always have things that are really wrong. Yep. Like Vesuvius. Like how she just told me all the truth about Pompeii. I got we got all of it wrong. I thought so. Chernobyl and Pompeii were essentially the same. So. <laughs> so and I said it happened maybe in the 1400s and it happened in 79. So anyway. Very dumb. Yeah. Oh, we didn't say when Sacagawea was. Uh, like 1860 maybe. When was it? Or maybe earlier, maybe like 1830. You okay. have to think about the Louisiana Purchase. She was a an adult then, so. Well, we didn't know. I wasn't that. guessing when she was born. I was just guessing the era of which she had a. 
a say. Uh, yeah, I exactly. I, um, I couldn't possibly... 1776. No, it had no. to be after that. I would say like I would say between 1815 and 1850. Okay. All right. So, she was born 1788, actually. Okay. And there's some speculation and question as to when she died. Uh, what we do know took place, obviously, between those years, leading up to her supposed death in 1812, but could be 1880, as, as late as 1884. Wow. But anyways. Um, when was yeah. her supposed death? 1812 is when it's documented. But it could but have been 1884? As late as 1884. That's crazy. But that's like 60 years difference. It doesn't make any sense at all. All right. Yeah. yeah. Mysteries. More mysteries. She would have been 93, essentially. Yeah. But people think that she went away and came back. There's sightings and some documentation, but most people think the, these Whoa, days... Whoa, why it, is it this not an HBO show? Yeah, that sounds awesome. That, that's one of the reasons, actually, that there's, that she became so popular. Because of this lore about whether or not yeah. she was alive and, and the sightings of her? Okay, Absolutely. tell us more. I'm hooked. So, she's, uh, she's of the Lemmy Shishon tribe. Um, they're near present-day Salmon, Idaho. Idaho, okay. They are uh, an Indian tribe, obviously. At age 12, she was kidnapped oh, by no. a group of Hidatsu and taken captive. What was interesting is that they basically took her in. There's Many of her people died. And eventually she was purchased to be a wife by a Quebeci trapper living in the said Hidatsu village. I sort of remember that. Oh, she was married to a European. That's how she, like, knew English and stuff. Oh, or French or whatever. yes. Oh, she translated. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, we'll find out. She was only one of her. Uh, one of his <clears throat> wives. He had a couple. Well, you know the trappers. But anyway. Um, so about the time that the Louisiana Purchase actually happened in 1803. So in about, and just after that time, the Corps of Discovery United, with the United States Army, with uh, Lewis and Clark obviously leading this expedition, uh, came through and they were going to start the said expedition. And um, they were looking for people to help them out. And so one of the people that they first came across that they thought would be of value was the said Quebeci Trapper. When was the Louisiana Purchase? It was 1803. Okay. So, they wanted the Quebec, the Quebec Trapper, obviously, because they knew as a package deal they would get, you know, the Indian, uh, the Indian... Sacagawea. Woman, yeah, that would, that would obviously uh, come in value for, as a translator and such. Sorry, I got dry mouth. Um, anyway, so that's what happened. They didn't know that she was expecting at the time. Oh, oh that's why she has the thing on her back. I, didn't, I don't remember that at all from my history. So they took her with them and she was pregnant? Mm-hmm. Wow. That would make a great HBO show. Right? Anyways, they went like along. Like AMC. Went along. Um, was, she was a guide, interpreter. And then also she was very valuable because she demonstrated a peaceful intent. Obviously, they weren't expecting, as they would roll into different areas, whether they be Indians or not, they wouldn't expect it to be a, a war party if it's if it's led by a woman and she comes in as the first point of contact, obviously. Oh, huh, that's smart. But different things happen at different points. 
where she sort of showed her value at one point, even a, a boat capsized. And uh, they lost a lot of their documents, or almost lost a lot of their documents and important uh, instruments. And she saved a lot of them. And they actually named a river after her at that point. Wow. Yeah, there was the the expedition was all about documentation. Mm-hmm. They had these extensive journals, which is why I'm a big fan. What else? What else, expert? What else? What else? Anyways, this is basically what happened. It was that the main point of the Louisiana Purchase, or the main point of this expedition, was to map out and see the different values of this recent purchase, and to map out a good way across. Yeah, I remember that being a big part of it. It was about like finding the best way to go. So obviously they came all the way over to the Pacific. I mean, they went north, but then they came over to the Pacific and then went back. Um, at what point, uh, her and her trapper husband, for about three years, went back went back to their normal life until they got a invitation from Clark, actually, to go and settle in St. Louis, Missouri, where her son, Bebe Papoose, could be enrolled in in a American school. Traditional traditional yeah. US segregated uh-huh. school. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Gay Missouri. And actually that that was uh one of the last times I mean anything was noted. They went on with their that was in eighteen oh nine. By eighteen twelve, obviously just a couple years later, she got really sick and then supposedly died. Wow. But we don't know. But don't but know. it's a, yeah. But we'll have to watch the show on AMC to find out. Do what Do you guys really think happened. she was hooking up with Clark or Lewis? <clears throat> I don't know. She's into one of them. Must That's all supposed to be a lot of speculation. But oh. is that, but, but that is but that is yeah, there's speculation. No, there's no documentation of that. Oh. But that always comes up for some reason. Interesting. Well, you know, you can't be a woman in history without actually sleeping with someone you're working with. That's true, right? Just think about Anita Hill. Right? Right? Well, she didn't, though. Olivia Pope. Right. Okay, well, thank you, John, so much for laying laying down the facts on History of Mystery and teaching us about an awesome woman as part of our history. Absolutely. A true American in every way. Thank you, thank you. Um, Alright, well, that about wraps it up. We have our um, our Way we close things out, which is the joke life moment. Oh, God. Um, we would also love to read your guys' joke life moments. Uh-huh. Um, we so prefer them, in fact. <laughs> we would prefer them. Um, so please do submit those uh, so we can include them next week. Um, and rate us on iTunes. I don't know. <laughs> Keep the Keep reviews, reviews coming. Yeah. Amanda, what's your joke life moment? Um, my joke life moment this week is kind of complicated, but involves, um, I purchased something from a friend's company with the understanding that if you write a review, you would get a gift card for half the value of the item that you bought. Kind of like how Billy used to, you know, do Amazon scams. Yes. Okay. Um, and it was kind of an expensive purchase. So I was like, all right, uh, where's the gift card? And, And they were like, oh, it's coming. It'll be here by the end of the month. And that was like, a month ago and I was like okay where is it like every couple days and she's like well it'll be there by the end of April and I don't know I just feel like other people don't get caught up in and review online scams. scams yes uh my joke life moment is that today is Thursday 
and I last showered on Saturday. Gross. Mm-hmm. Rotten. I, I hate showering. I know. It's the worst. And today, I had, like, I had to go to this party. I had, like, a meeting. And I had all day. I wasn't going to leave home till 2.30. At all day to take still the shower. Do it. And I still couldn't do it. True joke so, life. True joke life. The less you shower, the less you need to. I know. That's the problem is I'm really getting, like, real good at it. Like, which which is awful. Like, How much I don't, water could we save if we did that? I don't shower. Barely. Barely. So, I, do I mean, not that exercise. When yeah. I say we, I don't mean. <laughs> he doesn't mean the two. He means. More he means. <laughs> You mean if the whole world stopped showering, yeah. like in the no, like, I, in, the, old, like in the olden yeah. days? No, like the we, French. We used to talk about this a lot. How we were saving a lot of water by only taking a shower every three days. Do that you know that if our... you put a brick in your toilet, you can save a lot of water? We'll save it for the segment. <laughs> Household. There's actually there's tricks. actually you can a, just like, adjust how much water is in your tank. Basically, there's actually tank. so there's this brick you can get that someone specially engineered instead of using a real brick um, that does a lot of awesome things. But yeah, it it helps it changes the amount of like when you flush and everything it's a big it's a big deal all just right take some of the volume out. on that note sounds like that's not a big deal <laughs> all right you know what special guest <laughs> pipe down we'll bring me back to the toilet one i know more about that all right all right we'll 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 do we'll do toilets soon um that wraps it up Yep. Uh, this has been Two Girls Talking. I'm Abigail. I'm Amanda. Have a great week. The great big ice cream sundae from out of space. I stuffed my face because it was free. And when I was finished, its, its size was not diminished. The great big ice cream sundae from outer space was in a place prepared for.